The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. The State MP for Geelong, Christine Cousins, on the line. Christine, good morning. Good morning, Mitch. Well, thank you for being on the program. Some very good news yesterday, if all goes to plan, particularly around 90%, that there could be a lot less restrictions and it could actually change the way that uh, December and Christmas and the summer holidays go for a lot of people. Yeah, a great announcement yesterday. And, you know, the way things have been going up until now, I think Victorians are all doing the right thing. They want this to, you know, be as safe as possible. So, you know, many people have got the jab. We're looking at 80% by next Friday, which will again change some of the restrictions. And then, of course, um, the aim is by the 24th of November to be at 90%, which, you know, almost goes back to normal, really. Have you had any feedback over the weekend in your electorate office just about how the vaccinated economy is working and the Service Victoria app, all that sort of thing? Yeah, look, overwhelmingly, um, there's a lot of support out there for what we're doing. Of course, you still have your anti-vaxxers, but, um, you know, overwhelmingly, Geelong has stepped up and, you know, well before the mandate, people were getting out there and getting vaccinated. Um, We reached 95% or actually over 95% uh, first dose um, a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, the way things are going, Geelong is really stepping up and doing the right thing. So it's a very small amount of people that have chosen not to get vaccinated for whatever reason. But um, after Friday, what services will they still be able to access? Because the Premier said yesterday that some of the services that unvaccinated people have been able to access will now change uh, just to make sure that regional Victoria stays in line with the rest of the state. Yeah, so the basic services will still be available to them, supermarkets and things like that. Um, But I think overwhelmingly, people are telling me they want to be safe in their workplace. They want to be safe when they go out moving around the community. So, you know, as I said, there's very few um, people who are opposed to getting the vaccination in Geelong, from what I can tell anyway, um, and the feedback that I get. So, you know, all we can say is, Go and get the vax. It's, you know, given that over 5 million people in Victoria have had it, um, you know, I think that should be encouragement alone for people who are hesitant. You know, if, if you're hesitant and not sure, go and speak to your GP or your pharmacist. They can walk you through what needs to happen, how it needs to happen, um, and any potential side effects. But You know, I talk to people every day of the week and there are very few people telling me that they've had any symptoms or side effects to the vaccine. Has anyone reported any trouble adding their certificate to the Service Victoria app? I saw on your social media you put up a bit of a step-by-step guide, but to be fair, there were eight steps that people had to take there. Um, I think a lot of it's not necessarily the state government's fault. It's the fact that it's got to integrate in with MyGov and the Australian Uh Immunisation Register. But um, I know a few people in my family have just passed their phone straight to me for me to do it for them because it's been uh, so difficult. In fact, one person on the weekend we tried to do it, their phone was a little bit out of date, so it required a number of software updates before we could even start to do it. So I'd imagine there'd be a few people that aren't quite tech savvy that would find it a bit of a stretch. 
Yeah, that's exactly right, um, which is why we put on our social media page the steps to do it. And, you know, people can come into my office if they need assistance. Um, it's up to them, given privacy matters and so on. But I think, you know, going to your local MP's office is, is an option. Um, and, yeah, I handed mine to my younger staff in the office and said, can you do this, please? Um, and you're right. I mean, linking it with my gov and um, Medicare has been a real challenge for a lot of people. But, you know, for a lot of older people, um, it is a challenge. They don't have iPhones. Um, they find it really, really um, stressful. Um, not having a, a vaccine certificate. So they can actually print it out and we're happy to print out people's vaccination certificates if they, you know, choose to come to us for that support. Um, so, look, it, it, it is challenging. Um, you know, I've spoken to lots of people and a lot of people have said, oh, yeah, it took a couple of minutes and it was done. Others have spent hours trying to do it. So, you know, some people are saying that, you know, the um, Medicare app, is not working for them. The MyGov app's not working for them. So it is challenging. Uh, for the people that don't have a smartphone on MyGov, as you say, they can print it out. Does that come from MyGov or do they have to call up someone and get it sent to them in the mail? How does that work? Yeah, a, a number of people have told me they've contacted Medicare and got it that way. Um, you know, we might be able to, to download it um, on somebody else's phone. It's It's... As I said, it's very challenging, but they can contact Medicare um, to have it sent directly to them by post. In the Premier's media conference yesterday, he spoke a little bit about healing the damage caused by the pandemic, and clearly there's been a lot of that. Uh, I'm just wondering, from your point of view, what's sort of the top priority? What do you want to see resolved or looked at or supported? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things. Obviously, mental health. Um, is a big one and we know that it's been very challenging for many people. Um, you know, it's we're rolling out the Royal Commission recommendations um, and Geelong has fared very well in those recommendations. So we have the um, mental health, uh, the acute mental health um, service being built as we speak. Um, the community, the mental health hub, health hub, is being built as we speak in Marable Street. So there's a lot happening there, but also the rollout of mental health support in our schools, um, which, you know, is a, a, a big one, is really important for students that have had, found it really challenging. So mental health has been a big issue. Um, and I also think the, um, you know, hospitality, uh, tourism, those industries, the arts, have all been hit particularly hard. So we're looking at um, rolling out programs. We announced um, funding for uh, a recruitment service for um, people to work in the um, tourism and hospitality industry. So one of the, the issues that businesses have told us is that, you know, recruitment takes time um, and money. So we've provided funding in Geelong. Um, and down the Great Ocean Road and the Ballerine to, for employers to go to the recruitment service um, and have them do the hard yards for them. So just as a means of getting um, staff back on board. 
which has been very challenging for a lot of areas, including ours. In terms of the state of emergency, I'm just wondering what the arrangements are going to be for that. I believe there's a discussion currently underway in Parliament and perhaps the state of emergency won't continue, but there might be new legislation to support powers around a pandemic. Is that right? Well, the discussions are ongoing. Um, We need to look at where we're at and what we need to have in place. So, you know, over the next couple of weeks, we'll hear a bit more about that. Okay, um, a couple of other non-pandemic issues. First mm-hmm. of all, uh, the Convention Centre. I see Senator Sarah Henderson has been putting things on social media or commenting to the media and saying that it's not remotely credible, the timeline that you've apparently put up for this uh, Convention Centre. So can you talk us through what the plans are for that? Yeah, I think that's quite interesting. She needs to talk to her own government because that's the agreement that's been made between the Commonwealth and the state. Um, planning is underway. Um, I would like to see it started next year. So there's a lot of work going on between the federal government and the state government. So perhaps she needs to speak to her own government about where things are up to. And is the site of the Deakin car park, is that locked in now? Uh, I believe so. There's been negotiations ongoing and... um, I'm fairly confident we'll have that nailed down by the end of the year. And the Victorian Home Buyer Fund, it seems like an interesting opportunity for first mm. home buyers. How does that work? Yeah, so I suppose the um, opportunity for people to have, you know, a small deposit, 5% deposit, um, which, you know, is something that, you know, most of us hear about young people trying to save for a home. So the government underwrites that and it enables people to get into their own home a lot quicker um, instead of trying, you know, spending years saving and never being able to reach that goal. So um, I think it's a great program. A lot of young people will take that up as an opportunity. Um, So we'll see more people getting into their own homes. And last of all, there's apparently now less than 400 days until the state election. In fact, only 397 I counted today. Um, How do you feel at this point in the electoral cycle? And I suppose the other thing is next year is going to be a very busy year with both the state and federal election on the cards. Mm, mm. Well, you know, to be honest, Mitch, I haven't really even thought about next year yet. Um, You know, it's been really about um, supporting my community. Um, And I suppose, you know, when it comes to the election, I'll stand on my record. Um, I think this government's done some fantastic things in this community um, and I'd like to continue to do that. But, you know, as I said, I haven't really turned my mind to next year yet. We won't be asking if uh, the campaign for Geelong is going to be quite as interesting as what it was three years ago. We had a very lively mm. forum here in the foyer. Hopefully we'll be able to do that we again. Um, yes. But yes, it yes. should be a very interesting year ahead. So maybe time to start turning your attention to that. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe by Christmas time I can sort of start to think about um, 2022. But I think, you know, we're all very much focused on, you know, keeping the community safe, rolling out um, programs and support for the community, particularly our business community. As you know, there's been um, a lot of different um, funding opportunities for community. So we'll, we'll keep working on that. Um, but I would hope once we get to the 24th of November, or it could be a little bit earlier, um, but we'll aim for the 24th of November, um, you know, things will start to normalise and we'll we'll get on with it and people can enjoy their Christmas with their families 
um, which I know many, many people are looking forward to. Well, thank you very much for being on the program as always, and we'll talk to you again next month. Thanks, Mitch. Thank you. Bye. Christine Cousins there, the state MP for Geelong. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.